Yeah, I'm super happy to be here. This is actually my first like chat in a round of chats about fairly odd parents. So (laughs) I'm excited. Um, If you just want to start by saying uh, who you are and what you do. Oh, yeah. Hi, I'm Mary-Kate Wiles, and I am an actor and also, I don't know, a creator of other things, sort of, sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And we are... uh... We are hours away from a big debut. We indeed hours. I believe it drops at midnight Eastern, which is means it will be up at 9 p.m. Uh, Pacific. So like yeah. less than an hour and a half. Okay. What, what side on, of the world are you on right now? Where I'm in LA. At? So yeah. I'm oh, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not far from me. I, no, uh, I'm in Phoenix. Not that far. LA. Mere yeah. hours, really. Mere hours. I <laughs> My... could drive there before the video drops. You know, like that's, <laughs> you that's how close. Yeah. My boyfriend just went to Phoenix a couple weekends ago for spring training. So. Oh, spring. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 A lot of people do that here. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're kind of just uh, baseball, not yeah. like bowling or anything. No, baseball, baseball. Okay. Yeah. I don't think you got to see <laughs> that much of it, unfortunately, because of all the stuff that happened. I don't really follow baseball, but I sort of hear what's happening because he's, <laughs> he follows baseball. Are you not a baseball fan? I'm unfortunately, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call myself a baseball fan. No. <laughs> yeah. You're his fan though. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go I'll, whatever team you're doing. <laughs> I'll go to the game and I'll eat nachos, but like yeah. that's about as far as it goes. <laughs> yeah, I I love a good baseball game. I do. It's uh it's not a sport I follow, but mm-hmm. man, going and seeing it and and it's just the environment and people it's are fun. very excited. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. I wish there's something that just shuts off in my brain when I'm watching baseball. I wish I could do a better job of like paying attention to what's actually happening on the field. But I just start like my eyes drift up into the sky and I just start thinking about other things. But yeah, I start counting birds or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just start thinking of all the other things I need to be doing. Usually, <laughs> But it is fun. <laughs> you're like i should bring a laptop next time right? yeah. you know, get a lot of things done while I'm sitting that here. is unfortunately who i am as a person so there's just no getting yeah. around it you're a multitasker <laughs> yeah always thinking about what i should be doing <laughs> are you are you a workaholic or yes 100 percent. Yeah? yes i'm trying okay. to get so better like, your whole life you're like let me just do especially like being in the creative field uh, cause I, I'm that way of like, yeah. let me make as many projects as possible for myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me too. 100%. I, I don't know where it comes from. I think just like acting is often hard and sad. And so it's good to have things to occupy yourself. So you have other stuff going on. And yeah. also I just in, in school, I was like, yeah, I don't know. Overachiever was always in like, you know, multiple clubs and stuff. So really? Yeah. You know, just always had to pack as much into my time as possible. And that has mm. not changed in my adult life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then, you, I mean, you have, 
you have like a, like a production company. Yeah, um, I guess so. That guys, makes us sound official, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have a website. It's pretty, we do. It's pretty, we do have a website. It's pretty official. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never, yeah, yeah, I never know what to call us, but yeah, I suppose we are a production company of sorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, did I see that you, you sing too? Uh, you're not wrong. I do sing. Yeah. How How do you feel about that? You're happy with it? <laughs> I am happy with it. It's something that I never was trying to pursue. Oh, really? Has, okay. Yeah, that has become a big part of my creative self and like career which is great and I'm not unhappy about it I just never thought that I like I didn't think I was a very good singer <laughs> so, really yeah because yeah. I heard like a couple of clips I think it was oh did Instagram. you yeah. Oh. Oh. yeah yeah and and I was like is this really hurt this is very good <laughs> Thank this you. Is so good. I actually, uh, spoilers for what comes out in an hour, uh, sing a little bit in Fairly Odd Parents. And um, really? every, yeah, everybody on set had the same response. They were all like, Is this you? It's like, Yeah, it is. And they're like, Wow, you're good. <laughs> I'm like, oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's fun. I, it, I, it's like, I just never pursued like musical theater because I didn't think I was very good. Uh, and I don't think I like living in New York was never something I wanted to do, but I've been able to weirdly in like a lot of the film projects that I've done, uh, there's like a song to sing. And so that's kind of become a part of, of what I do as well. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't sing at all. There's uh, <laughs> that, that'd be horrifying if I did. And uh, I'm sure it, so I'm, no, I'm always impressed when people are like, like, or like, I'm a great actor I got all these projects and and then you're like and also I can say it's just like the secret <laughs> weapon that you're just carrying around being like yeah also that's me don't worry about it yeah like, I guess it is <laughs> I I like I said I'm really like happy that I get to do it because I do genuinely enjoy it um yeah even though it was never like I'm gonna be a Broadway star like I just didn't and I think the more I've done it like the better I've gotten at it so I have a little more confidence than I used to but I still am not like when I'm around real singers, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't count yourself as a real singer? I do and I don't. I'm not like okay. that musically gifted, I don't think. <laughs> I'm really getting into it. I don't have great pitch. And I I know a lot of great, like, great singers, like people who do musical theater. And um, I always feel super intimidated when I'm around those people because I'm like, oh, no. They're gonna find out I'm, <laughs> I'm a fraud. <laughs> uh, see, I I used to I kind of understand that because I used to play guitar and try mm. to learn guitar, mm -hmm. and uh, it got to a point where I saw my friends really really getting good, mm -hmm. and I was mm -hmm. still struggling to get like a song here mm -hmm. and there, mm -hmm. and I was like, yeah, this isn't I'm not in this field. Mm -hmm. uh, but you can actually sing. So that's different. Uh, <laughs> you're like, you're, you're good. And then you're like, yeah, these people are better. I'm like, I don't know, man. It all seems good, so. Well, thanks. I definitely have plenty of insecurities about my skills <laughs> as a singer and like what I'm good at and what I'm not good at, which others, I know other people are good at those, those things, but that's fine. Everybody has different, uh, different things that they're good at. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. So how long did you work on 
this very odd parents. Like how, yeah. how, when did that start? When did it come around? Yeah. So I got an audition uh, and I don't know if you talk to a lot of actors or if our listeners know, it's like pretty much just been self-tapes for everybody for the past two years. Mm-hmm. You used to yeah. obviously go in to the room, but um, not so much anymore. So I got a self-tape um for the role of Vicky in the Fairly Odd Parents and I did not grow up watching Fairly Odd Parents and mm. but I like knew of it and so I just googled Vicky Fairly Odd Parents and I was like oh okay this is a big character all right um so I like tried to watch some clips and stuff made the audition this was back in July of last year 2021 and I think I found out in like 2 days that I booked it and then I was on set the next week. So we started filming. (laughs) Yeah. That's so quick. (laughs) It was fast and furious. Also, I booked it off of one tape, which is kind of, yeah, it's kind of unusual. When when my agent sent me the offer, which is officially when they're like, you, this is the offer. Like we're offering you this job. Mm -hmm. Um, I called them and I was like, are they sure? (laughs) And they were like, "Uh uh-huh. I was like, okay. Um, So that was nice. Um, But yeah, so that was in July. And then um, we, I'm in the, spoilers again, I'm in the final episode. I'm not in every single episode, but I am in the final episode. And that wrapped on November 3rd. So it took up Mm. the better part of my entire sort of fall. Um, wow. And now all episodes are coming out, which I think is pretty astounding because it's only been a few months since we That's wrapped. so quick. Yeah. yeah. And the show is uh, an animation hybrid. Like there's an animated element, animated element. I said that so weird. Um, so they did that so fast, which is wild. Yeah, that's yeah. so quick. I was, yeah. you know, that's why I asked like beginning to end of like, I thought maybe you found out in 2019 and it's yeah. been, you know, like, but no, that was, that's very quick and uh, yeah. sudden. Yeah, and, it has uh, been fast and furious, but, but cool. Yeah. It's nice. Cause oftentimes as an actor, you, you know, you shoot something and then you wait around for two or three years and then it finally is coming out. So it's nice. Yeah. That, you know, it feels like we were just there doing it yeah yeah I've talked to like a lot of comics of like filming a a thing maybe it's their stand-up or whatever you know maybe they filmed a a special and then uh like there's one comic I talked to he filmed it and then completely forgot that he did that because it was so long (laughs) and then he woke up and he's like oh that thing I did's out (laughs) you know like (laughs) I certainly understand that feeling and then you're like talking about it and you're having to be like Ah, yes. That time on set. <laughs> like, like, okay, trying to remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you did this thing. What were you thinking? <laughs> uh-huh. Like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And then um, have you, have you guys heard about like a second season yet? Or is that all? I have, have not heard anything, but keeping my fingers crossed because, okay. um, I think I can safely say that every single person that worked on the show had the time of their lives and we are all truly hoping we get to do more because it was really yeah. fun. That's great. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I watched Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah. I, did I, you? Yeah. I remember watching it. I don't know if I've watched 
I definitely have watched a lot of it. I can't say that There's, I've watched every episode. I certainly haven't because I didn't have time. <laughs> there's so yeah. much. There's like 10 there's, seasons. Yeah, there's a lot of it. I just yeah. remember like, uh, I mean, man, I, I, I was, I remember it being on when I was in high school, mm-hmm. maybe even before that. So, mm-hmm. um, and I'm 31 now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, there's a lot, <laughs> there's a yeah. lot of episodes. Yes. Uh, so, you know, yeah, definitely loved it. Very fun. Very definitely could tell that that would be a fun project to work on yeah. um, for sure. But, yeah. uh, and, and so it's, it's, you know, it's uh, actual people mm-hmm. and then a little bit of animated mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. mixed in. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I've, I looked at some pictures. I'm excited to watch the show. I, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's going to be on Paramount plus, I believe. Yes. Mm-hmm. You are yeah. correct. Mm-hmm. I have Paramount plus I'm ready. You're I'm ready re- to go. Yeah. <laughs> Start the timer. Let's do this. Like, <laughs> I hope you will enjoy it. I genuinely think it's very fun. I mean, it's it's really different from the cartoon in a lot of ways. And obviously, like this is a kids a show for kids, but I would get the scripts and I would laugh out loud. Like I think it is so fun and funny. And it was a joy to like read the scripts. And I think there's so much in there for people who loved the the cartoon to discover and enjoy. And I think they you know made it with those people in mind knowing that like those people are you know in their 20s and 30s now and I think it's something that yeah the folks of many ages can enjoy that's cool yeah I'm excited I will I'll watch all of it I'll check it out (laughs) and the kids are amazing I love (laughs) I love these kids they're so good I was constantly like in awe of how funny they are they're wonderful oh yeah yeah they're so great that's so cool. I'm yeah, I'm excited for you. Um, you. but let's let's backtrack a little bit. Okay. Yeah, when yeah. when did you start acting? Mm. And when uh and how long have you known known that you were gonna do acting? Oh, that's backtracking a lot. That's so many okay. years ago. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I've always been performing. I was in like dance classes as a young babe, a young child, (laughs) um, and also choirs and such. Okay. What kind of dance classes? I took ballet and tap, if you must know. (laughs) Okay. For for many years. Tap Uh, tap is a interesting form. It's fun. It's so fun. I genuinely would like to like go back to tap class. It's really fun. (laughs) It's so weird and fun. Um, So I did that. So I grew up performing in some way or another. And then uh, I decided it's what I genuinely wanted to do when I was in high school. Uh, Mm. I saw the Lord of the Rings movies and they absolutely blew my mind. And um, I was like, I want to do that. And Mm. uh, I haven't changed my mind since. (laughs) I I mean, it's working out so far. (laughs) I think think you could stick with it for now. (laughs) Here we are years later. Um, No, but I, in terms of like my career, my, uh, I went to USC. I studied acting there. My first sort of like gig that, that, amounted to much was I was in a a series called the Lizzie Bennett Diaries, which is now 10 years old. This year's the 10th anniversary. Um, Wow. Yeah. And that was a a vlog style adaptation of Pride and Prejudice. And it became very popular back in 2012. And um, Mm. and that sort of 
a lot of the work that I've done up until now has been in the digital space. And that is why is because, you know, I was in the show and that sort of introduced me to this audience and, and okay. whatnot. So, um, so yeah. So that, okay. So that's what you, so 10 years ago mm-hmm. that opened a lot of doors for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that absolutely. was just kind of like a, like a good big break. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm assuming with something like that, where it's like a, like a web series, you yeah. probably didn't know beforehand that that's what it was going to be. It was going to be your big break. Yeah, absolutely not. Also, it's been a, I mean, none of us expected it to do, it like kind of became a phenomenon. It was like, we were going to conventions and people were lining up for hours to have a sign stuff. It, it was wild. Um, and it was really cool. And it was unlike anything that had ever happened to me before, certainly. And I think unlike anything that a lot of us had ever done, but it also for the past 10 years put me in a really interesting uh, situation in terms of like that digital success didn't necessarily translate to traditional success in terms mm. of like TV and stuff. And that has been a source of frustration for me over the years. And so I'm very excited. I mean, this being on the Fairly Odd Parents is like the first sort of big TV thing I've had. Um, although I've been doing stuff in the digital arena for quite some time. So it's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if you think about like the last 10 years of like, like making videos, cause mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I mean, I remember making YouTube videos 10 years ago and yeah. being in sketches or something like that. Yeah. Very different how all that's treated then versus now, like, yeah. you know, uh, what's, you know, now, I mean, now I feel like this exact year and maybe even last year now there's just so much of it blending together of like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know tiktok youtube and Mm -hmm. then traditional is just kind of you -hmm. know who knows you you could get any of that now um Mm -hmm. but yeah 10 years ago different different place yeah um so were you live have you been living in la the whole time yeah since i came to usc um, okay. I'm, from, I'm from Arkansas, but I've lived in LA for uh, quite a few years now. So I've where in Arkansas? Uh, Fayetteville. Do you know Arkansas? Not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Fayetteville. Um, okay. Uh, which is where the University of Arkansas is. And uh, it's a great place to grow up and it's a lovely place to go home and visit. But I always yeah. sort of like knew in my soul that like Los Angeles was where I wanted to be. And I still feel that way even though you know rent is very expensive <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah, i do yeah. love it here yeah yeah i get that if uh phoenix is uh starting to catch up with la and there, there's a uh, it's like man I, who knows who knows where to live these days <laughs> every everywhere is terrible it's wild <laughs> it's wild yeah 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 so okay so that happened 10 years ago and then uh, just give me like, what do you, what have you been working on for the last few years? Because I know that you at some point created Shipwrecked. <laughs> yes. Well, in that I didn't, time period. I didn't create it, but I did okay. become a part of it. Okay. Um, you joined. I joined. Yes. Okay. So Shipwrecked was created by Sean Prasad, who is my, um, 
boyfriend. I don't like to say boyfriend because that feels like we've been dating for two months. We've been dating for eight years. <laughs> my, my, but calling him my romantic partner also feels weird. So anyway, this person that I'm in love with, uh, he formed it. <laughs> this human I love. <laughs> this human I love. He formed it with his sister uh, back in like 2013. And they do write. They are a writing duo. Um, and they both act as well. And then I acted in a show that they did called Kissing in the Rain, which is, um, it is what it sounds like. And that's what Sean <laughs> and I were doing and we liked it. So <laughs> we decided to continue to smooch. And also I was like, I like what you guys do at Shipwreck. So I want to be a part of it. Um, were you guys dating before that? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nope. So that, uh, yeah, that was monumental for many reasons. Um, so I officially joined the group in like late 2015 and I helped us produce our flagship series, which is called Edgar Allan Poe's Murder Mystery Dinner Party, which we did in 2016. And since then, we've been creating sort of literary historical sketches and shorts. We truly want to be doing like series and films. We're kind of a weird, uh, in a weird situation because I feel like a lot of like internet comedy groups just do like sketch comedy and uh, and that's great that's just not exactly what we do we like like to do produce narrative stuff and we just finished filming our next series which is called headless a sleepy hollow story it's based on the legend of sleepy hollow um we just finished shooting that a month ago and it's (laughs) the biggest thing we've ever done and it was very intense um but great and really exciting so I do that. I also create on my own. I, I have like an Anne of Green Gables podcast that I've been putting out for the last couple of years. Um, I have a Patreon where I've sort of shared the ins and outs of my acting career uh, with my patrons for many years. And like I hinted at earlier, I just like acting is hard and I like to stay busy. So I've yeah. sort of, especially in like the lulls over the past few years, I've just tried to find ways to continue to create stuff. And, you know, I thankfully, because of Lizzie Bennett, like was all of these lovely people found me and like followed me. And so I have this audience and I've, I've tried to continue to like engage them and and make stuff because how lucky am I that like there are people out there who want to watch the stuff that I make Um, right yeah so that's kind of what I do that's kind of my vibe Um, yeah yeah yeah. so is is that uh you said you wrapped up a month ago Mm -hmm. it was called headless correct Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay so you wrapped headless is that available now or no it it mm, we haven't said when uh it, (laughs) (laughs) it will be a another 10 episode series um all together it'll be about the length of a movie um or longer uh but we are starting to edit now and hoping to put it out before the end of the year um so that's exciting it's very exciting it's really nice it's really fun it was like obviously nobody really got to make a lot these last couple years especially Mm -hmm. if like making narrative cinematic content is what you do because you just couldn't really be on set and it's hard especially for like independent productions to be on set because covid protocols which are obviously necessary are extremely expensive um so if you're like an indie production so much of your budget is going to 
masks and testing and everything. And that just, it just makes it hard. So yeah, we kickstarted last year and we raised 200 K, which was awesome. And we were finally able to, to do this thing that we've been working on for years. And it was really exciting to like get back into it and also be back on set with like, we love to work with our friends because we're just kind of a part of a lot of actors in this community who do a similar thing and everybody's so talented and it's really nice to get to to be on set with everybody again and and make yeah yeah that's so great that uh first off congrats for being able to pull that off in general just just like anytime someone has like an idea and they're like I want to make this thing and then making that thing I'm like, congrats. That's a Thank huge, you. that's a it, huge, huge thing. It's unreal um, how hard it is. So yeah. thank you for saying that. Yeah, it's like exactly. A wild how hard it is. Uh, <laughs> the, the month of January. I mean, we've been doing pre-production for a while. Like we thought we were going to shoot in the fall last year, but then somebody booked a TV show um, <laughs> that kept them busy. Uh, so we had to keep pushing. So we were like doing a lot of pre-production in the fall, but then like January was like intense pre-production month. And there's four of us in Shipwrecked. Plus the uh, our friend who directs our stuff is not technically a member of the group. So like there's five of us, including <laughs> him. Um, and we like brought on outside producers as well. And it's just it's all I did in January and it's so much work. And I was just like, how does anybody do this? Like there's so yeah. many people, it's not just me. Like there's so many people working every single day to make sure that we can like make this thing. And I just, it's, it's insane. I don't know how stuff gets made when it's just like a couple of people. It's insane. It's just so much work. It's, it's so, it's, in, it's so much work. And yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's very hard. <laughs> and, uh, but also, I mean, I, I know people that have put together Kickstarters and don't meet their goal or don't raise very much because it, it's just so hard to get people interested and in yes. wanting to do a thing. That is true. Could you talk about that process? How do you, how do you get to $200,000? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's a big, that's a, that's a big goal. And yeah. uh, I don't know if that was your goal from the beginning, but that's, that's a, I'm so impressed that you got that. Thank you. I am yeah. too. And I'm so thankful because we needed absolutely every penny of it. <laughs> um, That's expensive. It's, yeah. it's, you just can't even fathom how much stuff costs. It's wild. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, gosh, I could talk for like an hour on kickstarting. We have done it a few times now. So uh, I feel like, you know, we've learned a lot over the different times that we've done it. And I, again, I feel like super lucky that that myself individually and also as a group like we've we've just managed to find an audience that like really loves what we do which is so nice and so encouraging because ultimately like our numbers aren't that impressive when you're talking like youtube channels and stuff or like online creators um but our audience is so engaged and so like excited about the stuff that we do um so we're so lucky um, but yeah, our goal was 150K, which again was uh, too low. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we do a Kickstarter, we do not ask for enough money because it's so, I don't know. I don't know what it's like if you're making a 
doing a Kickstarter for like a game or a podcast or something like it's so hard for us to genuinely budget how much we need until like after because the Kickstarter is still like you're still working on it you're still planning it you like can't put in all the work if you don't know that you're going to be able to make the thing in the first place Um, so you have to wait until you've successfully like funded and then you're like okay you kind of have to work backwards and be like this is how much money we have how do we make that work um, but, uh, I will say like in a nutshell, the things that I think are good for kickstarting are a having a strategy to keep people engaged because, uh, otherwise it's just like, you're constantly asking people for money for a month. Um, <laughs> and the way we do that is that we like to do cast reveals every like, like so often like every five or ten thousand that we raise yeah. we like release a new cast member that way that's like something people are excited about and and also um through that you're like bringing in a new at least for us like we're always trying to cast folks of like maybe different audiences that we don't already like we haven't tapped into ourselves right Um, so then you're like not only are you like yay this person's on our show but hopefully like they're gonna post about it and that gets you some new eyeballs um so I think that I think I told you both of my (laughs) tips my other (laughs) one was like try and find a way to like reach beyond your own um yeah no that makes sense and yeah. then I'm, I'm assuming since you've said this wasn't your first rodeo on a yeah. Kickstarter, yeah. That you guys probably have, I mean, did you have like an email campaign and like, you know, reach out to all, like all the past people? Yes. And yes. Some we kind have of... done that. Yeah. We've like sort of, this was our third Kickstarter. Um, excuse me. So yeah, we do send out like updates or emails to people who have backed the, the last ones. And I also think in general, having... Okay. Like I said, I could talk about kickstarting for a while. I think having (laughs) like a cohesive, catchy, interesting, um, just sort of like overall graphics vibe for your Kickstarter is very important. And that goes hand in hand with like, um, theming it in such a way that it's fun for people. The, as much as you can shy away from like, we need your money to make our thing (laughs) like that. Everybody's heard that a million times and everybody knows that that's what you, that's what it is. So the more you can be like, you get to discover this at $10 (laughs) or whatever, like the more you can make it fun for the people who are supporting you. I think the better it is for everybody. Um, We also do live streams (laughs) for four hours every weekend when we kickstart and it's draining, but people love it. And it's like, it's a fun way to like interact with, with your audience Mm -hmm. and and you can bring on guests and like people get really into that. Um, and then also we always try to make our video in world. Um, so again, like rather than just being like, hi, I'm Mary Kate and I have a dream to make this series, (laughs) you know, Um, listen, do you have an extra 200,000? Because I would love that. (laughs) I need it. Um, (laughs) We try and make our videos like headless is about Ichabod Crane. So in, in our Kickstarter video, Ichabod is like going to this psychic 
who's like, you're going to make a web series. And Ichabod's like, no, I just want to go to Sleepy Hollow. I got a teaching job. And the psychic's like, no, no, you're going to raise all this money and make a web series. And Ichabod's like, okay. So that also just like, I think at once, uh, if you're doing like a film project, as much as you can give your audience a taste of like what the actual thing is going to be in terms of like style, um, and tone, and then also just makes it more fun than just standing in front of a camera saying, I want to yeah. make this, you know? Yeah. I mean, that makes sense because when you really think about it, like not everyone's good at like imagining mm-hmm. or like joining along on your yeah. vision. Yeah. So if you're just like on there being like, listen, guys, you know me mm-hmm. and you know that I make good stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I don't know you. I don't know. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> but you're like, here's a taste of what it could be. They're like, okay, I'm yes, in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think as much as you can, like, sort of already show people a little bit of what you're wanting to do, I think that really gets people excited about like coming along with you to do. Yeah. So why why headless? Why why go down? Like you were talking earlier of like a lot of us, we love comedy. We end up mm-hmm. doing some kind of sketch. And we're like, aren't cell phones weird? And then we'll do a sketch about cell phones. <laughs> and and but instead, you guys are like headless. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's do classic literature because yeah. that seems like a surefire way to popularity. Yeah. Um, we all love it. We know it. <laughs> <laughs> our so Sean and Sinead, our writers, are from Salem, Massachusetts, essentially, and so they just kind of grew up around a lot of history and like spookiness Mm. a lot of stuff we do at shipwrecked also kind of has a spooky flavor as well although not always um and a lot of our stuff is based on edgar Allan poe he's kind of like a running theme in our in our stuff and most of the stuff we do is peer is a period piece um headless however is a modern adaptation of sleepy hollow so it's a little different for us in that regard Um, but I don't know, Sinead, uh, just had like come up with the idea when she was in high school of like, wouldn't it be funny if Ichabod Crane and the Headless Horseman were roommates? Like, that's funny. Like, I think we really enjoy taking stuff that's usually thought of as like dark and macabre and making it comedic, which is part of why we like Poe so much. Like, cause when you when you think about him, like there's stuff about him that's like kind of funny. <laughs> like he's just no, like this, he's a very funny dude. <laughs> yeah, he's just like this sad guy that's like writing really weird stuff on his own with birds talking to him. Um, yeah. So he's like, like we here's like a really thick book about birds. I yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so like I don't know, that's just interesting to us. And in the same way, like headless horseman is always like this scary thing. And it's like, well, what if he was like just walking around with Ichabod? You know? Um, yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, that's where that came from. We've got a, we've got a ton of ideas and it's always sort of just being like, what can we feasibly make for like the budget that we can raise? Um, Because we've got some ideas that are definitely ideas that we'll have to wait until like Netflix comes calling or whatever. (laughs) Um, But that headless seemed like something that was exciting to us and like a little new and different for us while still being like in our vibe of stuff that we've created in the past. And I'm really excited about it. I think it's I think it's the best thing we've ever done. So I'm really looking forward to sharing it with people. Man, that's great. I'm excited to see it. It sounds (laughs) cool. It definitely falls into 
my world, you know, I went to school for creative writing. Oh, so cool. I love, uh, you know, I'm a nerd. I love yeah, reading. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I do too. Like I got a, I got a degree in English lit. I double majored in lit and theater. And I feel like, I don't know. I just love that a lot of the stuff I've gotten to do as an actor uh, has had this like literary through line because I think, uh, yeah, I'm a nerd. Like, I think it's cool that like Shakespeare has been around for hundreds of years and it's, you know, we still love it as much as we did hundreds of years yeah. ago. And literature is something that you can, I don't know, we as humans have like loved and related to in an ongoing way for forever. And that's really cool. Okay. Yeah. I, I a thousand percent agree because yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's just weird that you can write a book and then for hundreds of years, people are yeah. like, that's the book. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that wild? It's yeah. it, it's so strange and yeah. amazing. We're it's like, so cool that like, yeah. I'm sure Poe didn't think that hundreds of years later, we'd be, you know, uh, laughing yeah. at him writing a huge book about a bird, you know, but like yeah. in a loving way, we, we revere and love him, but it's just neat. Yeah. It, it uh, reminds me of that uh, Doctor Who episode with Van Gogh. Oh, I haven't seen it, but I know of it because it's like, yeah, it's I've like known many a, a Doctor Who fan. <laughs> it's a, it's like a meme at this point. Like yeah. you don't have to know the show, but yeah, everyone talks about that episode where they're like, yeah. let's bring him into the future and show how big his art is. And then, you know, mm -hmm. you're watching a clip of it on you on uh, YouTube or Facebook and he's crying, looking at his art and people are like, mm -hmm. you're amazing. You know, uh, it's just, yeah, exactly. He's just a guy that was painting some stuff. Yeah. And yeah. now we're like, he's the dude for, the for many years. Yeah. So yeah, that's crazy to me that our projects can just live long past us possibly, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah. 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 So, I think I, I that think might I keep you up that. at night. I think I, no, yeah. I think I need that. <laughs> I think there's like some part of me because I don't really want to have kids, but I'm like, I must create something that will yeah. outlast need me. need a lot of things. <laughs> I have to make uh, my mark on the world. Yeah, you'll remember me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, then let's talk about the future for a minute yeah, as we okay. wrap this up. Yeah. Uh, what what is keeping you? Uh, it seems we're we're similar. Of we like being busy. What mm -hmm. is keeping you busy now? Because you you finished headless. You're, I mean, kind of. You you finished the some of it. Yeah. Uh, the hard work of editing and everything else is still ahead of it but yeah. um uh, but yeah fairly odd parents is coming out tomorrow uh -huh. um so like what are you looking forward to now and have you oh and also uh have you found any new hobbies uh, in the last <laughs> two years that have helped with this staying busy um that's fun. Uh, well, my joking answer of what I'm going to be doing now is the headless perks because that's going to take forever and a day. Cause are you editing? Uh, well, we all sort of edit together. Our friend again, Joe, who directs, he edits, but he's super cool to like, let us be a part of the process. Mm. So we'll yeah, be yeah, like yeah. having weekly meetings, uh, going through all the episodes and everything. And that will take a while. And yeah. we had over 2000 backers. So we've got <laughs> quite a few things to mail out. So yeah. I started it the other night and I was just like, oh my God, this is going to take forever. Um, like, that's why okay. do we do buttons? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. What were we thinking? Um, in terms of hobbies, uh, I, I've, I really love to cook. I really love to cook. And I got really into cooking over the pandemic. I got really into Top Chef. 
Really? Uh, oh yeah. 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 And so I've like made it a, a like fun goal to like go to all the different top chef restaurants. If I'm like in a different city or there's still plenty in LA, I haven't been to. Oh, yet. Yeah. Um, so that's a weird fun hobby and also just <laughs> cooking and like going through the cookbooks that I, that I have. Um, but yeah, I don't know in terms of like creative stuff, I'm not quite sure what's next beyond like I truly hope that we get to do more fairly odd parents uh and headless will keep us busy for the next few months but we're already (laughs) starting to think of like what like I was saying like it was so fun to be back on set finally after so long um and we've just kind of been like sitting around thinking of stuff to do for the last two years that we're like even though if you had asked me two weeks before we started filming, I would have been like, we are never doing this again. Uh, now I'm like, I want to do it again. And so yeah. wasn't that fun? Yes, exactly. So we're starting to think of like, we've got some other ideas that we might even try to start before, before we're all done with headless, although they'll be smaller. They won't be quite the same um, size and, and magnitude, but um, yeah, it's like, I don't know. There's only so much time and there's like so many cool, like so many of my friends have written great pilots or great movies and it like kind of bums me out. I'm like, I want to do, I want to find ways to do this because I think it's so good and it will make me sad if like it never gets made. So yeah, more of that. I a hundred percent agree. I, uh, I love that. I, uh, totally there's just there is so much and I'm doing that as soon as I finish a project I am always like yeah. man I can't wait to start this next project yeah. <laughs> uh and so that's that's great to hear and also happy to hear that you're getting into cooking I love cooking yeah uh, yeah I I used to own a couple of food trucks no uh, way yeah 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 that's cool I, I love I love cooking one of my best friends is a chef and anytime I go to his house, it's just four hours of talking about recipes. Oh my gosh. And, and <laughs> like what new things we're making. That's uh, amazing. Yeah. So that's, that's so cool. Um, yeah. And that's this amazing. has just been such a pleasure talking to you. Oh, thank uh, you. Likewise. Yeah. Uh, you're such a great person. You're doing thank amazing you. things. Thank you. Um, do you have any advice for people that are trying to do what you're doing? Yeah, I I mean, I don't know. I feel like this is probably what everybody says, but you just, you just got to do it. You just got to do it. I think um, one of the reasons like Sean and I work well together is that I know, I know a lot of creative people, not just him, um, but a lot of like really, truly brilliantly creative people who I think get overwhelmed by like, the actual doing of things and like Mm. or just like scared of like what if I you know pour my life into making this thing and then nobody watches it or nobody likes it or whatever which is totally valid and fair yeah it is um but I am very much a person that's like all right I wake up in the morning and I'm like who are we going to email today to make sure that we get to make this thing you know like what needs to be done um have you done this? Have you done this? What can I do? I can do this. Okay. Um, and I do think just like a commitment to actually doing the thing that you know that you want to do is 
it's so silly and like simple, but so many people just have a hard time actually doing it or sticking with it too. And I mean, yeah, it's hard. Like, like I have said three times this interview acting is hard. And, (laughs) and if at any point, like whatever creative pursuit, like you decide it's not for you, like there's no shame in that. And that's totally fine. But if it is truly what you want to do, you just have to keep, you just had to gotta stick with it and keep trying um and within that um yeah just like finding ways to to keep yourself engaged and excited about the work that you're doing and if you're not getting that from like an outside source like finding it yourself and figuring out like what you want to do and what you can make that's exciting to you or yeah yeah I think that's uh I think you hit on such an important thing of like uh anytime I get wrapped up in a project is like I do wake up every day going what like what could I work on today to make Mm -hmm. that easier or better or happen Mm -hmm. or you know and for years it was like okay I'm gonna plan like a summer tour and then I'm gonna tour all summer and so all year I'm talking about and working on and doing things for the tour and now, you know, in the last couple of years, it's been a lot of at home projects. So it's like mm-hmm. every day, like mm-hmm. working towards getting that stuff done. But yeah, it's like that uh, setting the goals, being motivated by your goals and like, and then meeting those goals. And, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it does hurt when you make something and people don't like it. Uh, oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. <laughs> But the fun thing is, is that if you make another thing after that, they forgot about that thing that they didn't like, you know, like if you can just keep moving past it and then you're Mm -hmm. like, yeah, you didn't like that. That's fine. I got 80 more Mm -hmm. ideas. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And no matter what, like somebody will like it. It might not, you know, it might not be as popular as you hoped, but like, I think that's what has been nice about making stuff in the digital space is like, there's just so much out there and like, you can find the the people who like the very specific thing that you make will find your thing and like like your thing and that's really cool yeah yeah very true um where can people find you online and I say that as where where do you like to spend time online (laughs) that's a good question I've been spending a lot of time on Instagram today yeah (laughs) (laughs) I just posted a TikTok today. I'm trying to get better at TikTok. I don't get it. I don't understand it. And now it has 50,000 views. And now I have to like. Really? Yeah. Now I got to like follow it up. And now I'm like, oh, shoot. (laughs) Yeah. You set yourself up. (laughs) (laughs) How do I do it? What do I do? Um, But yeah, you can find me on TikTok. I can't promise that it's going to be great, but I am there. I'm on everything as MK Wiles. That's M-K-W-I-L-E-S, but I'm probably the most active on Instagram. Um, And you can find Shipwrecked Comedy. Just just search Shipwrecked Comedy on your preferred uh, social media. And all of our stuff is available to watch on YouTube. So check us out there. Very cool. Yeah. And you can find Fairly Odd Parents on Paramount Plus. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow. uh, (laughs) I mean... Uh, this this episode it'll already be out, so go ahead. So there's no go, waiting. 
Yeah, you you don't need to wait. It's happening now. Dive right in. (laughs) Yeah, pause this episode and head right over to Paramount. Go do it. Um, Yeah, and uh, if you you guys follow me on social media, you'll definitely see me posting about it and uh, giving my honest reviews and my Instagram story about it. (laughs) You like it. (laughs) I hope so too. (laughs) No, it's going to be great. I'm excited. (laughs) Thank Um, you. Thank you for being on the show. Yeah, uh, my pleasure. Yeah, this was great. And uh, outro music. <laughs>